0: Welcome to another episode of for the Florida Soccer Podcast. Soccer Podcast for us, by us. Talking about section intersection of black culture and soccer. Got your boy, here, Grego, here. Got my main man, meeting Mark. What's good with you, bro? It's been a minute, man. How are you? How are you living? Hey, you know, it's uh, it's, it's, it's good times in the A, but you know where it's better right now than the A? Where mm. it's really better than right where now than the popping. A? Where it's truly popping and on and on like Donkey Kong, it's it's, it's <laughs> down in South Florida, it's down in Miami, and, when, and we and we will be remiss if we did not have the the culture insider, the Cali <laughs> Cali or man. What's good with you, man? I'm exhausted. Um,
1: this has been an insane week for us. It still doesn't feel real, but it still does very much feel real. And DMs are still flooding in, and, and tags are still coming in. It's 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 amazing it's a really fun time but I'm I'm tapped out (laughs)
0: in in how many languages have you been told that you're not sure yo oh
1: man uh I, I feel like I've been vaguely threatened in like Arabic several times Spanish obviously even like French I've gotten like DMs from, like, accounts in, like, Bangladesh and stuff like that. Like, I'm getting threatened from, like, all corners of the earth right now. It's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) The
0: most dangerous man in the culture right now.
1: (laughs) Especially when, like, that first that, that, because I I mean, I don't want to brag, but I had it, like, pretty early Mm -hmm. and people and, like, I saw the views slowly kind of start taking its way up and that's when the DMs are like, oh, you don't know shit. You You don't know what you're talking about. He's not going anywhere. He's going to Barcelona. I'm like, Remember, yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I, I I I need to just preface this real quick. Cause it's like obviously we're talking about uh, Leo Messi coming to Miami, but and of course the story has always been like for like the past few months that you know they trying to work things out with Barcelona, trying to you know trying to uh, reunite with Xavi And I was like, with what money? With what money? And then he had to go ahead, and just you know, put it out there. Say it. Say it with it. Without say it with his mouth. Say it with his chest. Say, hey, I don't want to have to be the reason why people have to cut their salaries. Salaries that they're, they're probably still owed from the pandemic. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. And you got to pay him. Plus, you still want to go get other players too, because I mean, it can't just be messy saves today. Can't be that. And it, you had to realize that, yeah, this 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 can't work out and. Like, and again, like we, we have the culture inside We had a guy that I'm pretty sure I know we retweeted, um, um, your tweet, um, back on Tuesday and I was like, yeah, it's, it's coming. And lo and behold, you know, Leo's coming to, coming to Miami. It's, 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 it's on the way. Like I, of course people want to MLS is quick to say that everything hasn't been finalized yet, but I'm like, Hey, he like he declared he he did the, um I'm taking my town south mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, moment. he did all that mm-hmm. so for all intents and purposes it's coming coming down there so I mean again like this has been a absolute crazy for you specifically um this this week I'm pretty sure you know you the rest of the guys non black herons you know pretty much the entire inter Miami fan base as a whole it, it's, it's gone so much that the social media following on Inter Miami has like quintupled in the last 4 or five more days. than that like I think on Instagram insane. they
1: oh maybe actually they they went up before Messi they were at a touch over a million i think they're close to 9 right oh now oh my
2: god
0: right
1: oh yeah wow. last, last yeah. time I checked it was 3.7 <laughs> <laughs> what let's see wow. oh 7.7 7, my bad but <sighs> wow. i think I think Inter Miami has the most follow, most followers on Instagram than any American sports franchise right now.
0: Yeah, I saw so that fast, somewhere. Yeah, fast. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely insane. That, like I said, like just by one person joining them, mind you, this team already has, it's already co-owned by David Beckham. So it's not like you know, there's, there's short for star power. I mean, they have Rodolfo Bizarro, who was once one of the biggest players in Mexico. They said, nah, Leo Messi's get, getting, getting y'all an extra. Six million. It ain't even suited up yet. This, this, this is what's going down. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's 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 just absolutely wild to see because obviously back before the end of last year, the rumors were starting to begin as far as Messi coming to MLS. But I think I think we talked about on the podcast. It was like, yeah, that's like it sounds good, but it's like I believe it when I see it. And now we're here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and
1: uh, I will say that this this is in the end. Uh, there, there's more following uh, coming. There's more we leaving.
0: Got more, oh, we, got, we got scoops, y'all. We got scoops.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Sergio Busquets is all but confirmed. Uh, he's, but that's been pretty clear that he was, he was probably going to end up where Leo ended up. Uh, and then uh, there are... Two more big names attached that I am not at liberty to discuss in this oh. current mm. moment. Uh, Jesus, but yeah, yeah, cliffhangers, um, yeah. But you'll, it'll it'll come out in the next couple of days. Okay, but it, there's and, and one of them is painfully obvious if you really kind of think about it. And if you're following international soccer storylines, and stuff no, like no, that. I'm
0: tol- I'm totally not coming. Wink, wink.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the The rumors with like swores are a hard no. That, that one's not happening, uh, you know. But there, there's two more that maybe on the way after that. Uh, Inter Miami is they've just released uh, Robbie Robinson. Speaking of Rodolfo Pizarro, they're working on a buyout for him too. Wow. Um, yeah, unfortunately, they just have to they have to make the space, and the club has been very unhappy with Rodolfo Pizarro, especially with did... him being in a DP, spo- a DP uh,
0: slot. So. Yeah. I mean, somebody mean, got, got to clear out that number 10 because, you know, it's not like you. Like Miami's not going to make Messi wear 30 like PSG did. <laughs> it's just not happening. Yeah, no,
1: no. <laughs> I, I don't know if, you, if you've peaked at Inter-Miami's roster. No one had number 10 and there was a reason for that. Yeah. Um, and uh, the whole thing that was uh, like, oh, Miami's going to buy him, but they're going to loan him to Barcelona was complete and utter bullshit from the top. Um, and that, that came that's out that's of... the
0: mechanics of that. I was like, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. There's absolutely no way. Because again, one, nope, where's the money? And then two, like, once, once you... Assuming this was even, even remotely plausible, what's going to make Barcelona give him up? And... And and then you have to factor in just the idea of okay, we're still in a, in a pretty large window where Messi wants to get wants to um, be there for twenty twenty six, which this actually sets him up pretty well for that all things considered. Yeah, and I am like, like I feel like as much as he might want to, it's just it's not the right time, if ever. Uh, for him to go back there, it's it's just not it's just not plausible for a multitude of reasons. But Miami looks good. Excuse yeah, me,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's it's an exciting time, and It's the they've. Or, I mean, I don't know if you've ever if you've looked at third party ticket sales for Inter Miami recently. It is.
0: I was astronomical. From what the article I, I read, um, I think it was Friday. Like every ticket, everywhere. For Messi is officially sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, that, that's not accounting for the resale market, which is flourishing uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, like, of course, even, even like here in Atlanta, they quietly just announced, "Hey, that game on September sixteenth. Hey, it's a full stadium game." It's like like this all on the super casual. And the the argument that I, I've been. Getting into the past couple days is we don't even know like when Messi's gonna start, we don't know if he's, if he's even gonna play this year. I'm like, Have I guarantee the schedule, I absolutely guarantee he's uh,
1: the everything's pointing to him starting on July 21st. That'll be the first game he plays. It'll be the League Cup's game against Cruz Azul. That's ooh, the one that they're talking about ooh. playing at Hard Rock Stadium. The, the club tried to work it out, but. It was absolutely impossible. So July 21st is the first day of the Rolling Loud concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rolling Loud festival yeah, yeah, down yeah. here. So they tried to see if they could move it to another day, and it just couldn't work. So what they're doing, actually, is they're taking two sets of bleachers from Hard Rock Stadium from the F1 track, and they're plugging up both eastern corners, so it's going to add about 3,000 in capacity wow. for, for that game. So that's, that's going to be the um, that should be done by the July first game, which uh, against Austin. But Messi's first game, and, and you know, this is you know, sources telling us nothing's been official from the club or anything like that. But July twenty first I mean, against Cruz Azul <laughs> would be the would be the first one for Messi. Okay.
2: Now, mm. okay. I have a question because you mentioned uh, the venue.
1: Uh,
2: are there talks about uh, maybe semi permanently changing the home stadium? You know, going forward to hard rock lock hard. is it is it hard, is it feasible they
0: you to hold all that
2: is it feasible to do that like what's the deal with that
1: um i know they talked about moving so, so what i've been told is that they've talked about moving some games uh to hard rock specifically uh, if we have uh now for the US Open Cup, we're going to Cincinnati. If we were to play in a final, we were to host that game possibly being in Hard Rock, that's still very much on the table. They talked about the League Cups games, but they just couldn't work it out with the with the with Hard Rock Stadium money wise, so they've basically said we are not playing in Hard Rock Stadium this year. That may change, given. And I, I, the thing is, it's like I'm not gonna. They said that it's not gonna happen throughout the year, but and this is me just talking from yeah. me, not not from anyone right. told me. Depending yeah. on how the reaction is at Drive Pink in, in terms, because you're gonna sell out but right. in terms of security and all that stuff. It, it's gonna be interesting to see how the club reacts to that, because if you've been to Drive Pink, I mean, that like the field ends and and the seats begin. Right. So, if somebody's trying to run on the field and, and see Messi, they're gonna have that opportunity. Um, so, you know, security's gonna have to ramp up. Parking, parking already is already a disaster in Miami. If, you, if you've been to the game down here, so a lot of things are gonna have to work out. Um, but as it stands. Today, June 11th, there are no plans to to move to Hard Rock Stadium. Everything will be played at Drive Bank, the the stadium formerly known as Harp as Lockhart. Mm.
2: Huh.
0: That that's that's fascinating because, like for the most part, I think Lockhart is still mostly modular, right? As far as like how the stands are set up, like like yeah. it's not technically permanent, permanent seat, seating. So. No. Like, and so much
1: so that when the when the club eventually moves into Miami Freedom Park, which is slated for twenty twenty five, the club's plans are to take down the north and south sand and only leave up the east and west sand. Yeah and if you go, yeah. you you get, you can see that the it's very much modular. There they're not permanent s- seats fixated into the ground by any stretch,
0: so I mean but well, like I guess like with, with that logic, like would it be possible, to, I guess, to Possibly, let's say like it might be, it might be a stretch as far as this season goes. But again, of course, depending on the situation with Hard Rock, um, maybe let's say let's 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 go ahead and just push this out to like twenty four thousand. Just say hey, just just in case you know we we need the extra seats, and then you know we'll fill things out as far as um, next uh, next year goes. But I mean, I guess I get in, in, until Freedom Park is ready. Like some yeah, options it, are gonna have to be considered. Yeah, um, I mean it'll be interesting
1: that the thing is is the club owns Drive Pink Stadium, so everything that comes in it's it's theirs. I know the kind of the, the, the setback between from like going to Hard Rock, it's like okay now we have to pay for that and get money back the whole thing. Which you're gonna make more money because right, Hard Rock Stadium, right. even with the with these additions that Drive Pink is gonna is gonna have, it's gonna be eighteen thousand. So, right. hard, uh, hard Rock holds about sixty-five, right. I believe. I mean, yeah. and you're going to be able to sell all those tickets for whatever, easily, right? Easily, you know, especially right. for Messi's first game.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, that that that's something that yeah, that, that was immediately on my on my when I saw your tweet, and I was like, okay, like we got to figure out, you know, just like the demand is going to be. Out of control Especially down there In South Florida Let alone You know The rest of, of the uh, Of the league uh, And then also um, uh, U.S. Open Cup Cause Like y- y'all, y'all just played uh, I guess Birmingham This past week Almost Almost blew it, it Came through <laughs> We
1: tried We tried to blow we, we, With every offensive energy
0: <laughs> But um, Drake
1: had to For the first time Drake Callender Had to save some shots From the other team And from our own team So that's Wow funny.
0: But yeah. um But yeah, like like the man is absolutely going to be there. And uh, so like I think for, you know, not just for in Miami, but the rest of the the rest of the league is going to be like, okay like we all got to just account for. It's going to be an extraordinary experience that probably most people haven't seen since Beckham um, was playing. And of course, we're in a much bigger um, scenario now because a lot of stadiums are bigger you know, um and just can do a lot more than what they did back in 07 and everything but this this is where we are um i guess the question i have for uh for both of y'all is how do you all see Messi ultimately affecting the league i think cause i think back when beckham uh came to the league it definitely forced a lot of improvements with the league as far as you know training whether it's uh the, the the stadiums itself uh, I think like I think we're at a point where the only stadiums that are still around from back then are uh, mm, Toronto um, Galaxy uh, Stadium and Montreal's too I think right or no technically yeah yeah, yeah
1: well they were the they are the impact but
0: right, yeah, I right, think it's right. the same ground yeah England, that's really it so everyone's either upgraded or uh, obviously they were expansion so they're they're out there in, in a new spot so that's I th- that's all in large part of just is the growth from Beckham so like what does Messi bring from here um
2: I mean like obviously in in, in the immediate short term more attention right like it, it I will say uh, I'm astounded at the messy mania, you know what I mean with like the ticket sales even um all of inter Miami's matches, you know it's like it's like a rock star kind of effect um right. and I, I I'm curious as to if I think MLS needs to decide on a direction soon, right in terms of. Um, you know, expansion, right? Um, continuing to add teams, continuing to change the playoff format, and so on. It feels like uh, they have to like settle on a more stable structure. Um, mm-hmm. and so I feel like that that should come in this really like in the lead up to 2026. Like, Messi, it's it, this is what makes this part interesting as well. It's like it's all it all is part of that right like also u.s hosting copa uh next year and so like these next few years are crucial i think for the u.s in terms of well more more so mls like specifically mls because like mls is finally like standing on its own as a league right not like having its hand held by uh you know u.s soccer um, I think it's starting to like build its own e- intrigues and narratives, and Messi is part of that. Um, and so, but I think that's that's what I'd be. You know what? Actually, no. An, an even more immediate change I think would be the spending, the spending structure, right? Because oh yeah, yeah, because they're already kind of having to be creative, right? I mean, and it's this too, like you have Miami doing all these roster mechanisms when they were also restricted for something separate right but still it's like so they're, they're kind of sanctioned but they're you know doing these moves like mm-hmm. it's like come on let's just like let's all of this is obviously like we're all like we know what the truth is right we don't need to lie to ourselves about it Let's just release the purse strings, right? And let
0: teams who want to be serious about this be serious about this. Yeah, I mean, mind you, like we're still coming off of uh, the recent sanctions that were laid on Inter-Miami for um, Blaise Matuidi uh, uh, when he signed with uh, Miami a couple years ago. Of course, thanks to Kylie, I, I, I was informed that all those sanctions have all been paid off, so Technically, they're still on sanctions, but there's no, I guess. Yeah, obstacles. after the season, it won't be. There won't right, be any restrictions. Right. Okay. So that, and, that, and that's when the real money. <laughs> that's when they get rid of Right. But um. But yeah, like 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 just, just in just making this this deal happen. Like, uh, from what I was um, uh, looked up. Uh, of course, the salary looks like it's about um, fifty million euros. I got I got it to do kind of the calculation. I think it's like fifty five US. But um. Get a percentage of uh, prescriptions from from MLS season pass from Apple Paid directly by Apple A percentage of inter-Miami shirt sales I'll say it again y'all Real bank uh, Acquisition of, of I have the uh, real bank, bank right here <laughs> uh, Miami's uh, Shares after his retirement uh, Possibility of acquiring uh, Franchise after his career Ends just like Beckham did And mind you all teams put in on this so that goes back to what I was saying earlier as far as um like when he's going to be playing I'm like he's not going to be bypassing too many too many teams because all these teams put in on this <laughs> so <laughs> right like whether it's
1: Turk, very much and, and it's to Mark's point it, it's it's very much a subsidized deal almost like MLS wanted him here at all costs so
0: yeah, yeah. I mean like, they, they had to fight off the Saudis who we were just talking about in um in uh episode from last week, like they're they're going after uh, Benzema, they're going after Conte. They already have uh, Mr. Seven, and it's like, you know, like they and they definitely tried to get Messi by by all means because even when um, the the deal was just about confirmed for Messi, they made a last ditch effort to offer him 1.3 billion with a a capital B, capital (laughs) B in bold impact font. They said we want you that bad. And he still said no. And I think that that goes to show you, you know, just, I think how MLS truly valued him. And then also probably just the desperation it's like, Hey, we need you because, you know, we need to make this venture with Apple work. And it took literally everybody involved saying like, Hey, let's put in on this mm-hmm. thing to make this work. And, and, um, I
2: mean, they needed but, that manpower, you know, like because MLS had to fight off other leagues. Like even with Barcelona, where they got to the point where they said, "Okay, this is our plan to get you back." They ran that by La Liga, and La Liga, like, kind of needs stars right now. Partly their own fault. Their biggest star, you know, or the person who should be their biggest star is racially abused every week. That you know, <laughs> you know, but like, so they desperately wanted Messi back as a league, you know. So it's uh, I. It, it, Hats off to MLS and Apple and everybody, you know, coming together and to making this happen because they realized how, you know, what was at stake, you know,
0: like the potential impact. So, yeah, yeah. definitely. And 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 just as to another point that you made, um, as far as the impact goes, I definitely think that expansion is going is going to be, even though MLS has most of the top twenty five markets covered, there's still other markets that haven't been covered. There's still I think there's still the opportunity to where they could go back into existing markets and possibly create second teams um, in mean, there like Chicago, um, perhaps, or possibly even Seattle. I know that sounds crazy and everything, but I think that especially for the amount of expansion that's still needed, because all this considered, I think that they can't stop at 32 they probably can't stop at thirty-six either. I think they probably have to go to at least forty, and I think that for that, in order for that to work, they probably have to go back into some existing markets. Hey, Miami FC, you might still have a shot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely one of those things where uh, the league will absolutely grow from this, and I think it might force some. Competitive changes that you know, I'm, I'm not even going to say it out loud. I'm just going to say, hey, if it ain't that, it's got to be something because if you're going to have 40 teams, they can't all be just be trying to go for the playoffs. You like, you need to have something more to fight for. So stay tuned on that. But um, well, so I, I, I did want to get to, um, of course, your your answer on that, uh, Callie. What, what what do you think the uh, 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 impact might be?
1: Yeah. Um, kind of to piggyback off of something that Mark said Is, is the spending um, I think it's almost going to have to force the, the league To kind of maybe raise the cap Or, or alter it in some way mm-hmm. uh, Because I think Along with the Messi effect I think we're about to see kind of an influx Of some other European player, High caliber oh, yeah. European oh, yeah. and former European players As well um, like, I, I, um, like I mentioned there's, there's a couple names attached You don't have to look very hard to find out who, who they might be I'm just not able to say publicly yet. But again, uh, just follow the trails; you'll, you'll see who it is. With that, though, there you know, guys coming from Europe are what's going to finally get them over the line. Is is money at least comparable to European money? Um, so I think that would help. And I think Messi going to different, you know, because we we have you know the half about half season left. You know, eleven home games, so that leaves what. Seven, seven, seven road games, seven other places that are going to see him for the first time, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's going to bring sellouts and that's going to continue into the next season and the, and the two years after that. So I think that's going to be a huge impact. Um, also, what I, what I think people aren't thinking about maybe just yet because it's so early is I think this changes the landscape of, of soccer in the U.S. Um, you have the most popular player on earth, Coming stateside, and I think it's you know while youth soccer has been growing, and all, I think that the ripple effect is going to go down through the grassroots level, through the youth level, and and kids that maybe wouldn't play soccer, you know, are going to start picking it up, maybe, and people who weren't watching soccer are going to start watching soccer. I even have friends that aren't necessarily Zogger fans that are they're reaching out to me and saying like hey man like how do i get tickets to this thing right you know and i'm like <laughs> good luck <laughs> I, don't know to, I, don't, I don't know the answer to that either um it's funny say oh.
0: it. it's funny you said it because I, I just had a conversation on friday at my job and uh one of the execs uh, he, he knows he knows that i have the podcast and everything and we're talking about um about the move and my my employer has a box at the, at the bins and everything. And like, I've, I've been there um, a couple of times for games and I was like, so yeah, who, who's got the box for the game on the 16th? Because I'm going to need to be up in there. Cause mind you, I already have my seats taken. I'm like, yeah, if, you know, I, I, if, as long as I get in the box, I will gladly, gladly take my couple hundred dollars for my seat and be like, hey, you know. I'm just i trying to help out help out the public, but uh, <laughs> but, uh like, yeah, like we were like, yeah, like we need to make sure the, that that box is secured for for that game. So I mean, that's that i, I guarantee you, especially considering I don't I don't think you pl- I don't think Miami plays Seattle um, <clears throat> before no. this So other than like the the possible uh, leagues cup games. The Atlanta game is going to be the biggest, the biggest uh, attendance for Messi up to that point, and I'm um, here in the U.S., so that's going to be a, a happening right there. So. It'll be in, that's going to be interesting because uh,
2: the week leading up to that is actually international break, um, mm-hmm. and Argentina is supposed to have a couple, uh, I believe, qualifiers that week, and so, um, and then Miami has a midweek home match after that Atlanta fixture. So I'm curious to see if uh, Messi makes the trip, but
1: I mean we'll see. You yeah. know, I I, I'm, I I think considering the venue, MLS is going to sound like maybe 40. yeah, right. Yeah. Play, play 45, <laughs> play 45 for me, <laughs> right? Yeah
0: give, yeah, give me give me 35 at least. Yeah, do some cardio, yeah. man. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, Ooh, we kind of need you to make that one. Please. We'll bump, we'll bump this <laughs> out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We'll
1: give you a couple extra percentages, right. man. It's fine. We'll figure exactly. it out. <laughs> we'll find the catch. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> But um, but yeah, like like yeah. Again, you don't you don't make that type of move unless you know from the you you get word from the league like, hey, it's gonna be available as long as he's not injured, he'll be there. So go ahead and open up that upper deck and oh, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. buy out few deals. <laughs> <And>, um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I I think that you know like just for everybody and and to your point, Kelly like it it won't stop here. And I think that for a lot of other cities who are, I don't want to say struggling, but uh, definitely would like to have some type of uh, marquee international player, like this is definitely the moment because it's like, now it's like, okay, well, if Messi's there, then I should be considering it too. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, I'm, I'm looking squarely at at you, Chicago, especially while y'all are still playing at Soldier Field. Right there in the middle of the city, go go get you some, uh, go get that money up and and find somebody to help fill that stadium up because the opportunity is definitely there. I think them uh, NYCFC once they get their stadium built, yeah, you ha- hell, hell, you might even see uh, Red Bulls finally start spinning again. You never know, but this is the type of, of impact that could definitely help MLS and hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully, it will impact the rest of the system as well because I think that between this and the World Cup coming in a couple years, the opportunity uh, is there to flourish in a way that uh, MLS hasn't done in quite some time. So, I said we'll 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 definitely see what uh, what it is. Um, I did. Want to just touch on a couple extra things um, in MLS because, of course, there actually were some games um, this past weekend. Um, actually, no. I want to back up real quick. Did y'all happen to see the Atlanta LAFC game on Wednesday night? And did you see my man, our our, my, our favorite goalkeeper ever, Brad Gazan like play on his absolute head on 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 that night against LA? flashes
1: of a young man i didn't get to see the whole thing i saw that i saw the the tail end of it but
0: dude dude look like like young brad there man i mean like i i i said in the um the uh fan tv discord mark mm-hmm. that was pro- I, actually no i think taking that in the slack i have i have way too i'm in way too many right but <laughs> i think that that was probably the best Performance by an American keeper since Tim Howard's performance at the back of the uh, 2014 World Cup against Belgium. It was that good. It was like there were shots there that, like, honestly, it did not make any sense that it, that he stopped them and he stopped them. And mind you, this is the LAFC team who's coming off of they just they just missed out on winning um, care Champions League um, last weekend. So they are full of piss and vinegar, and he couldn't get it done. Yeah.
2: I, uh, and I will say, um, it was a little disappointing that, uh, well, it, it was pretty disappointing that we were allowing that many shots just because, like, um, you know, Atlanta United had the longer rest, uh, you know, LA, LAFC is coming off of a, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally taxing situation. I mean, because they lost yesterday 4-0 to Houston, you know, so to me, they, mm. to me that's, that's a sign of tired legs, but... Yeah, man. Like it was a career high in saves for it. you know, Gregor. You and I have like talked about Guzan a lot, right? And I have been a Guzan apologist many times. But after the recent performance, especially that one with the couple with the two errors, I was like, mm, I don't know, this this might be it. And then he just he just pulls out one of his best performances ever. So um yeah, man. I don't know. He's he's Guzan is just he's interesting, man. Just a character. Tremendous. Do you see him yesterday fucking going through his defenders again.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I mean like like he like he's a madman when he's back there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like especially like after um the last home game where we came back and still allowed a draw at the end. Yeah. Which off a shot that really I thought that um, Guzan should have stopped. And I felt like like he actually got kind of scared of the shot, but it's one of those things where I guess he might have finally heard some of the talk and was like I need to step up and he had that great game against LAFC had a pretty good game um, yesterday um, against DC where we won uh, 3-1 and um, of course I, I think that we're in the process of making some changes because uh, we, we didn't even play uh, Luis Araujo. of course he's on the way To flamingo in a couple weeks, Um, we uh, sold him for about ten million a few weeks back. So brilliant business. We didn't even play him last night. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably not going to change. I think that pretty much, unless it's like garbage time, he's pretty much done. And uh, I'm actually kind of intrigued now because I think that you know, with Tyler Wolf starting to come up, um, of course Caleb Wiley just coming back from the U twenties. Mind you, note on, note on that we lost to the eventual champions, so I can't I can't even knock it because Uruguay just won the U twenty World Cup, so it is what it is. But they played I'm, well. I'm, I'm at yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I think that uh, we have, we have an opportunity to start with some youth and just seeing like, hey, if there's going to be any moves that Atlanta chooses to make in this aftermath of Messi, we're going to at least see like which of our younger players can step up and possibly solidify a spot. So you know be- and that's uh to kind
2: of b- circle it back to Messi like I think that would be another benefit in terms of uh the up and coming players in this league. Um you know more eyes on them, yeah. Yeah, you know, and like getting to be on the same field as Messi, getting to um Potentially make their mark in a game against Messi. He's like, and I mean, Thiago Almada is almost like the Messi understudy, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it'd be cool to see them on like on the same field as opponents. And then Caleb Wiley, yeah. listen, dog, I. Mm, We'll see. Like, I don't know anything, of course. But I feel like this might be Caleb you, you, you last You saw what um,
0: Yorgo said, said about her mom last night. Like, he's 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 all in on Caleb, so.
2: I mean, because, like, LA United have already turned down a bit for him. Like, he played well at the World Cup, scored a goal. And, like, I've been saying this, especially in this absence. Like, we've been missing him. That paced him behind. Yeah. And, like, his technique on crosses on on his first touch, actually really good. You know? And so, it's like, you you put it all together. composure in front of goal as well You put that all together, that's a pretty good player, dog So I, yeah You know, like I was definitely negative About Lane United in recent Weeks, but I'm kind of coming Back around to This could be a lightning in the bottle kind of season Especially since, like, Mm -hmm. there's a good Chance that a few of these players are not on This team next year, certainly Almada.
0: Yeah Actually, yeah I thought about that um, uh last night because that 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 game against Miami is, is September 16th which is after the end of the transfer window and that could be and a I'm huge like, game for playoff uh, places as well if Miami start yeah, making way like, at the table depending on what com- what comes in over the summer might might not even be there for that game and I do think that at least from the league perspective I, I think they do want to have that Almada versus Messi matchup yeah. but again it all depends on uh, who comes in with that money so uh th- that'll be interesting to see and like and on that note I I, I did read this yesterday Cali y'all, y'all trying to get rid of Campana is, that, is I know you already said like Rodolfo's probably going to be gone but Campana seems we possibly uh one for the future but again it's like it's like the whole table might have to be reset after so that
1: there was initial reporting that um Miami was shopping Campana I have from a very very significant source within the club that not only are they not shopping Campana he is a part of the future of this club they they want to build around him and Messi and they think that he's going to be the greatest beneficiary of Messi coming to to Miami uh yeah, so the, um, Everyone's playing for a job right now the, Probably the safest man In Miami right now, not named Lionel Messi Is, is Leonardo Campana mm. Alright, yeah. alright And Drake Callender
0: oh, Gotcha, gotcha Best player in our team right now um, Yeah so, Sorry Joseph, but <laughs> you, might, you, you might be uh... Joseph is, he, he's going through it right now uh, Didn't he score yesterday?
1: On a penalty, yeah <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got into the top ten yesterday, which is which is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, Joseph's been he's been going through it. I, I obviously with Messi coming in, I think a lot of that changes. Um, Joseph's issue is I think there's just, it's just no one to not and not just Josephs. It's Leos too and Borsellino when he comes off the bench. There's just no one to to get them the ball. There's no one to give service. You know, we basically we've been playing without a ten all year. And uh, the owners themselves admitted that they mortgaged this season for
0: Messi. Do you, so, do you foresee Messi playing more so on the wing or possibly behind the um, nine? And he'll be behind them. Okay. Uh, he'll be a tr- he'll be a true ten. Cool, cool, cool. So this 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 honestly it's, it's definitely <laughs> exciting times to you know to. You know, to I to, should I should picture. add a ca- Go I should
1: add a caveat to that. Um, this is all but confirmed. Uh, uh, Tata Martino will be the next coach. He'll be he'll be he'll be placed in during the international break now. Uh, so depending on how much he changes up formations and stuff like that too, maybe maybe that changes. But initially, yeah, how it
0: plays out is that would that's how it would be. I would say in that event, it actually you'd probably very curious. I'd be curious to see like how Joseph fits in there because it, it kind of reminds me of back when our first season and we initially signed Kenwin Jones to be our main striker like Joseph didn't really even come in like a lot of fanfare like that but I think like and Mark could probably back me up on this like after that first preseason game um, against Chattanooga uh, you could easily tell right away that Joseph was a better fit for what um, Tata wanted Instead of having like the taller um, striker, he has something more compact, more more South American um, tinge and everything. Um, granted, we're dealing with a, diff- a totally different uh, Joseph now compared to 2017, but I just wonder—you know—there might be a, a a better opportunity for him as compared to what was going on with with uh, under uh, Neville, of course. I'm just glad y'all finally got it. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. so glad y'all it. and mind you like he, he he still managed to find another job Help. he's, he's now his yeah. the, not an uh, assistant with the oh, no. yeah, like, no. Canada yeah I'm like, like, I, I, like the way people <laughs> luck up in this world like you have no idea it honestly kind of validates what TAR reset during the Champions League final yesterday but we'll get into that uh, probably during the uh, international episode in, in more uh, detail but um, but yeah yeah um, Anything else that y'all that that came that that came across y'all eye yesterday during the games, um, or today the uh, LA uh LA Galaxy played uh St. Louis to a one run draw that uh I did see that. So that game, well, not really. That
2: game did catch my right. eye. I watched a little bit of that game. Um. Uh, But the fact that St. Louis is leading the conference... And the the conference leaders right now uh, is what Mm -hmm. caught my eye. St. Louis and Cincinnati. Like, I don't know if people necessarily saw that coming. I will say... I remember... I think we were previewing um, an Atlanta United-Cincinnati matchup early last season. And Cincinnati's record wasn't all that impressive. But their underlying numbers were good. And I remember thinking, Mm -hmm. like, this team could be tough. And so, you know, I wasn't surprised to see them make the playoffs. And so, I mean... They... They took this the scenic route, right? Like they had to build, you know, like from literally from the bottom. Um, but it's it's been evident. I mean, Brandon Vasquez, of course, very familiar with him, um, You know, doing his thing. I think they have Acosta too, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like
0: <laughs> he, he actually scored a really a really crazy goal yesterday against uh, Vancouver. Pretty much like he took um like a a long pass. To and pretty much one time, like uh, up above the keeper, like it was, it was wild, but he was doing a thing. And oh, on that note, the, did y'all see the, the Zillow Rion goal against Chicago?
1: Yes. Whew. A thousand times, yes. Man. That was, yeah, that was ridiculous. That and was in the, just... mm. in the 93rd minute, or mm. less. In the 93rd minute.
0: Poor Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Hey, Man, Chicago, Chicago. money up. Please get your money up because I think between Messi, Soldier Field, and hopefully I'm, I'm pretty sure that they're crossing their fingers that, that the Bears move out to the airport and leave and leave Soldier Field, which will leave. They can they can renovate that to their own spot like that. That's that should be their hopes and prayers right now, too. So that way they can start. You know become a bigger deal because I mean they're too big to be this crappy, so yeah. <laughs> but um, the one thing that is not crappy right now is Pride Teeth, which is ongoing here at FTC, bringing together Pride and and, and June Teeth, which is coming next, next Monday all together in our second year of uh, the Pride Teeth campaign. Proceeds from each Pride Teeth name set, and then every Pride Teeth goes to athlete ally and the black women's players collective We might just be coming up with a, um, a specific juneteenth shirt i'm still finalizing the, the the design on that so stay tuned on that but um but yes make sure you get all, all your all your dirty swag at ftc d 4 slash shop um whether it's a regular name set practice name set shirts all that jazz we got you covered um it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good time to, uh, to to jump with us and um, um next week we will I'm gonna say we're gonna be a bit delayed because in case y'all didn't know next weekend one is gonna be June 2nd weekend but second on that list is the Henny Derby uh, we'll be heading yeah. up to to Richmond uh, for. The first match between Fort Madison and Richmond Kickers for this year. Looking for, like our, this will be our first time being up there for a game since 2019. You know, COVID wiped out a couple years for us, so we're absolutely loud. looking forward to getting back um, and meeting with the people uh, for this game. Um, are you going, Mark? Uh, are you Are you going DC? Uh,
2: not next weekend, no.
0: Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. We'll we'll definitely um, be up there, come through, say, say what's up, shake a hand, and all that stuff. And uh, we're definitely looking forward to meeting up with Yogi, Cal, April, Chris, all the flock, everybody with um with River City uh, Red, Red Army, and um you know and everybody else that decides to come because it's like I know this usually turns out being a bit of a family reunion for for the culture so you know definitely um i pull up and uh we'll have some uh, some good times and everything Um uh, this the game is on uh, next saturday so pull up but um let's get up here in this two up and two down mean mark man what you got so
2: uh for my two ups um my first up is gonna be uh culture culture verse related uh, and specifically mm-hmm. for uh, shea butter um, you know doing the uh, LASC or sorry um, angel city game you know the mm-hmm. whole um, the the party the event you know I just thought that was well, I think what was really cool with the way uh, Angel City like centered them and you know platformed them, and uh, you know they had like Simone Charlie out there yeah, having like authentic conversations. So, and just it's we need more of that, you know, and like that comfort that like you see that Simone Charlie has with sky and sills you know that's not an accident you know that that's one that's through hard work on their part right to to build up shea butter right you know they're clear about their message you know they know that you know the the women's soccer and women's soccer you know black women and women's soccer know that they can trust them um but you know at, at the end of the day like that like black people need to be able to talk to black people about these issues you know and um and that that goes for any community you know so that's why like the diversity in media is needed you know diversity uh behind the scenes is needed and so um but yeah I just thought that was really cool um I was trying to get Sills on uh but uh I guess I'll just have to do this uh second uh, for myself Cats in the building. Let's go. <laughs> Cat Macario is a Chelsea player. That is amazing. But I hope that uh, Bowley and company do more with the women's team this year. You know, like they, they obviously spend a lot of money. They talk about all these plans that they have for the club and so on. But, you know, the Chelsea women, like they've been doing it on the field for a long time. But I think off the field, they need more support, you know, in terms of like the facilities, um, you know, maybe more games at Stanford Bridge or maybe building up King's Meadow more. Um, but, that, you know, like that, I think Chelsea women deserve like just, you know, a bigger platform, a little more support, a little more support in the marketing and branding as well. Um, that's just something I'd like to see for a team that's, you know, been dominating the league for a while now. So um, those are my ups and for my downs. There was one there's something I'm forgetting, but you know what? We're not gonna do any downs today. Happy bride, y'all. Okay. <laughs> that's
0: what's up. Love what's up. it. Up. Yeah, uh, I, saw, I saw the um the uh uh the Monterey jersey he was um, rocking on yesterday. I was like, that's, that's a good look, guys. That's how you Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Monterey last uh, that I had us. D what, what, what you got? Cali said the, the insider, inside of what you got?
1: Uh, first thing, just uh, off of what Mark said, as soon as I saw on Twitter that cat was born at Chelsea, my first I was like, supposed to be losing her damn mind. Or oh, she absolutely was. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you, remember, she's on the West Coast, so that means that when that that was announced, it had to have been like four o'clock in the morning out there, and she was up for that. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she had the she had the notifications on the,
1: the 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 word was key, It was highlighted, ready to go. Uh, but for two-ups, just, uh, for me, the first one, more a little more personal, um, you know, with everything that went on this week, uh, especially from the whole cultureverse and the Two Cents family, like, you guys have been so supportive, so great, um, you know, showing me some love when, when everything kind of went down, so I, I, I greatly appreciate that you, you guys have, uh, no idea, um been it's been super exciting but super stressful and and you know you guys have, have been a strong uh, been on a stronghold for me throughout this so so thank you all so much um and then the other thing um two ups uh little haiti fc here in miami uh if you listen to dreaming of freedom you know that's 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 something near and dear to us um, they're doing some awesome things guys guys starting to get opportunity in, in in miami's academy and, and, and stuff like that and um, they always need help. They always need uh, resources. They're, they're the only not pay-for-play pay academy in the state of Florida. Um, yeah, they're, they're thriving. So uh, if you want to know how to support them, reach out to me. Reach out to Dr. Jermaine Scott. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll point you in the right direction to make sure they give the resources uh, we need. And then in that light, I'll go to two down. Uh, I just have one down just the state of florida existing as a whole um as the, the floridian i'm really sorry for, well you know we're not all like that but uh, you know just a lot of a lot of really aggressive stuff especially now you know it being you know pride team coming up pride month you know a lot of a lot of really messed up things going on down here so just you know be an ally be an ear you know love somebody today because it, it shit's getting bad here um you know, so the support is real.
0: We need to, especially now more than ever down here. Absolutely. Um, I believe I'll be here for the um, international episode, but I will. Um, usually I, I I'll wait until then to throw in my two but I will go ahead and do just two real quick. Um, first of all, if you haven't done, if you weren't able to watch the Champions League pregame show yesterday, uh, Thierry Henry. Was given a platform to go in on racism in the game. They gave him a whole segment. The fact that CBS of all networks gave him that time is absolutely incredible. And of course, he went after, like they let him cook, cook, but So, like if you, I think, um, I believe the whole segment is available on Twitter at the very minimum. It, it's probably on YouTube as well. I and think. Facebook, so I'm pretty sure Kate posted it as well on her Instagram yeah if you if you haven't had the opportunity to to listen to it and watch it in full definitely do so because it's it goes beyond just racism on the pitch um it definitely goes on to racism as far as managerial spots front office spots um and because it's a comprehensive issue so definitely shout out to tt for that you know always doing doing the good work um and then, of course, that leads us to the down, which we'll obviously get into on, on the international episode. The bitches finally did it. <laughs> bitches finally did it. And it, 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 it wasn't the prettiest game, but they did it. So they got the trouble. And yeah, the bitches,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Congratulations yeah. on that note to Dr. Jermaine Scott, who is a Manchester City fan, and I want to say that publicly so that everyone knows that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, uh, AD, Michaela says she was getting on me yesterday. Uh, uh, of course, the homies in the culture, uh, Stio, Shades of Blue, Carter uh, uh, Kar- Krishnire, who's been on the show before. I um, said so we got a ha- we got a handful of people that we're actually cool with that happen to be city supporters so yeah you know, whatever <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah that's all we got again next weekend we will figure things out as we get back from the Henny Derby but in the meantime you can catch us conversation always continues on the social system FTC
2: U T D
0: T D. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. FTCFTCFTC Pod on TikTok. I'm pretty sure we'll probably have some good content to put on there next weekend. Uh, if, if y'all have never seen the pictures from the uh, Henry Derby from t- t- on 2019, just know I cannot be held responsible for what happened that day. <laughs> <laughs> it it, 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 just, it just happened. I, it, it, we, we were out there it was real but um, look forward to then looking forward to the international episode this week which will be our last um, international episode for at least the next month or so because yeah, this is the end of the European season so it's just it's going to just gonna be us here in the weekend episodes uh, for the next little bit so it'll be us and Messi and the re- and the rest of the culture um, uh, pretty soon but yeah until then Thanks to Callie. Thanks to me, Mark. Again, you know, whatever language that you speak, just know we got that smoke for you. You coming, Cali? Got you. So. <laughs> <laughs> the culture's real. The culture's everywhere. We will see y'all soon. And we out. F P C U
1: T D.